Lori Instagram Jesu Lolua. Good morning, this is your wake up call. Fresh FM. Welcome to Fresh 107.9 FM. We educate, we inform, we entertain, we play feel-good music. FM, Good morning to you wherever you're listening to us from. Uh, today, the fifth day in the month of July 2021 is three minutes. can pass 7 a.m. this Monday morning. Happy New Week. Uh, hope your Monday morning has started the brightest way possible. Uh, I see the sun rising, shining so bright this morning. Uh, hope it is an idea of what to expect today because there's been a lot of showers uh, in the last couple of days and I know that you know it's just uh, sometimes a number of you have been stuck at places or your plans disrupted well we wish you the very best this week uh, hope for favorable weather as well if I start to talk that's a song kickstarting things this morning Dr. Seed and T.O.S. Savage 
Uh, at that time, they were both at Maven Records. Uh, they came together for that song. I'm sure uh, that's the story of so many people, you know, just enjoying God's blessings silently. And um, hopefully, uh, the week uh, will be a great one and you'll find the blessings or the favors that you're looking for. Wale Bakar is my name. Good morning to you. My Miyadiso is in the program. He's on the studio. He's in the studio this morning. <laughs> I was going to say, he's in the studio. He's on the program. I didn't know what to say. Good morning. <laughs> good morning to you, Ali. Good morning to you, our listener. It's so good to have you join us this Monday morning. Well, uh, it's time to take a look at the headlines uh, this uh, Monday. The Punch, The Guardian. The pen pushing newspapers, the premium times, quite a number of them. Welcome to Freshly Pressed this morning. Freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM Abelkota. Thank you for joining us uh, this uh, Monday, the 5th of July 2021. Uh, the Punch, The Guardian, The Pen Pushing Newspapers, The Premium Times, and Algerian News Direct. Uh, those are the lot of options available to us uh, this uh, morning. Quite a number of them to look out for. We'll just go right ahead and mention some of them. And um, we will uh, get straight to talking uh, this uh, morning. The Punch, 17 Southern Governors discuss Buhari's land recovery order for headers. Uh, that's on the Punch uh, this morning. Uh, Yoruba Nation Lagos Rally, police killed my daughter. I want justice, says mother of slain girl. A PIB, Dangote Refinery, others to buy crude in Naira. Is also there. There's also PIB North Ogun's quest for oil get boost. Exploration receives 30%. Also there uh, on the punch this morning. Reps panel chair silent on Chinese loans probe discontinuation. Uh, there's also choir assembly attacks Lai Mohammed. Faction reports minister to NWC. That's another there. Group assembles Yoruba lawyers for Igbo's aids. Lagos protesters also there. Uh, on the punch this morning 2021 utme why there was poor performance uh the explanation is there on the punch by the jam registrar is there for you to uh, look out for this uh, morning the premium times this morning also with some of these headlines to look out for our bandits attacked police headquarters hospital in kaduna kidnapped eight is on the premium times this morning. Uh, there is also APC Governor Abdurazak Bankroda elections. Kwara lawmakers reply Lai Mohammed. Uh, that's another there. Gunmen storm hospital in Kaduna abducts nurses, babies, security guards also there um, on the premium times. The Pempushin newspapers. Gunmen invade leprosy center, abduct babies, nurses, security guards. Uh, there's also after spending 150 million naira to install him, Governor Abdurazak has turned out to be an ingrate, says Lai Mohammed. That's on the Pempushin newspapers. Suspected Fulani headsmen sack neighboring village of Ogun State Chief of Staff. Uh, that's on the Pempushin newspapers as well uh, to look out for this uh, morning. Uh, the headlines are there for you to look out for. 
On the Nigerian Tribune, Sanwolu orders investigation into death of 14-year-old girl during Yoruba self-determination rally. Anamdi Kanu did not ask for 2,000 heads to avenge a consul. IPOB, ESN says, bandits kidnap five staff of National Tuberculosis Center, two others in Zaria. Many fear dead, scores injured as tanker rams into Ibadan market. Also on the Nigerian Tribune this morning, PIB, UPU, that says Yoruba Progress Union, rejects 3% for host communities, describes 30% to north through all frontier as provoking. And on The Guardian, Khan Nudin's authorized ritual killing, says IPOB, bandits kill seven, kidnap seven in Kaduna. Police parade 49 Yoruba nation agitators in Lagos. Serap sues Buhari over $25 billion overdraft taken from CBN. That is also on The Guardian this morning. Well, uh, the lot of the headlines are there for you to look out for. Trust us to take a peep into some of them uh, this uh, morning. Of course, uh, we're live on Facebook for you to join the conversation. Do drop your contributions there uh, this morning. So, Samson, I think today is on the program with us this morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, Wally. <coughs> good morning, dear listeners. It's good to be here again. Let's um, kickstart the talks this morning uh, with the headline on the punch, uh, talking about uh, the issue of um, land recovery and uh, the ban on open grazing. 17 southern governors discuss Buhari's land recovery order for Edas. As on the punch, uh, comes uh, with a number of riders actually. Well, the president, Muhammad Buhari, Mahmoud Bari's order on the recovery of grazing routes for Edas will top the agenda of today's meeting of 17 Southern Governors. Uh, the Pontius learned it was gathered that the meeting, which would hold eight weeks after the Governors met in Asaba Delta State Capital, would further assess decisions taken in Asaba on the open grazing ban, restructuring, fiscal federalism, and the call for state police. Uh, the Governors would be hosted by Lagos State Governor Bajdeson Olu at the meeting, which is expected to start at 10 a.m. this morning. Aside from those governor, others expected at the meeting are the governors of Undo, Abia, Kwaibom, Bayelsa, Anambra, Cross River, Delta, Eboi, Edo, Ekiti, Enugu, Imo, Ogun, Oshun, Oyo, and Rivers. Recall that the governors in a communique issued at the end of the meeting as about banned open grazing as part of moves to address killings and kidnapping by Edsmen. But a few days after the meeting, the presidency faltered the ban on open grazing. The presidential spokesman Gaba Shewad in a statement said it is equally true that their announcement is of questionable legality given the constitutional right of all Nigerians to enjoy the same rights and freedoms within one of uh, 36 states, regardless of the state of their birth or residence. Uh, well, um... On Sunday, speaking to the point, a source close to one of the governors said the southern governors were disturbed by Buhari's order on grazing routes, adding that they suspected a eating agenda. The source also stated the governors will meet physically today in Alaos, Lagos, uh, saying all the 17 governors in southern Nigeria were present at the meeting. They'll speak on some of the issues they raised in Asaba. Asked if the issues, uh, asked the issues that will top the agenda, another source close to the governors in the southwest, south and southeast said the governors will deliberate on the pronouncement of uh, the president. Also, one of the information managers to one of the governors in the region said the meeting will address killings in spite of the ban on open grazing, aside from open grazing, restructuring, autonomy for judiciary, will also uh, be discussed. Well, 
the, is all there on the punch this morning to look out for. 17 southern governors discussed Buhari's land recovery order for headers. Uh, well, this would be you know, very um, easy to talk about after the meeting and uh, after we've uh, we've had a full grasp of what was discussed at the meeting. But uh, looking out of the meeting uh, later today, there would be many that would see this as a crucial uh, you know, point for the governors to make a very strong stand as far as this issue is concerned. Because for some people, they've argued that after the Asaba meeting and the pronouncements that were made, there's been really nothing much done. Yes, there's been a lot of deliberations about getting legal backing for the pronouncement, uh, getting the lawmakers at the federal level from this region to talk about it at National Assembly. But some argue nothing really has been done other than that pronouncement after the Asaba meeting. They're saying today might be an opportunity for the governors to uh, you know, take a strong stand, especially after the uh, supposed uh, instruction from the president to the attorney general. Well, um, this is this is a constitutional issue, and uh, that's why, on both sides, um, they have been, especially from the governor's side, uh, they have been very careful, even how they back up or they try to back up their pronouncements, you know, with um, uh, a legal instrument, because um, I, I know that when it comes to land use, uh, use acts. It's it's about the state government who has um, who has been vested with that authority. But we also have some uh, so the federal government also had some some take in which piece of land is vested in them and all that. And that's where they need to clear the ground, you know, to know you know where you know each I mean each party's power. You know the the limit of their powers. They need to determine that, you know, because um, I don't think the federal government will just come and make that kind of pronouncement through Gabashio, um, thinking that you know the, the 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 other party will not be knowledgeable enough to know if they are pulling wool over their eyes, for instance. So it's um it's a matter of law, and it is whatever the law says. That, that should hold. Nobody, you know, should lord it over anybody. But mm-hmm. speaking away from, you know, what the law says, I, I don't know what the interest of the federal government will be if they just want to do this kind of thing without recourse to the governors in the south. Most of them feeling the heat of invasion, ex-men destroying farms, many of them threatening that. Look at, just Odeda here. Pen Pushing reported that. You know, headsmen sacking the whole village. Mm. And many of them had to go as far as Irua. Some had to come to Abel Kuta for refuge and all that. These are the issues. Is the federal government not concerned about these issues? Are they, are they only concerned about a party which the the elders, the, the you know, constitutes. So I, I think beyond what the law says, they should also think about justice here. Because people down here are crying. The farmers can hardly go to farm and when they are their farms, they, 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 they have to watch their back every minute to, to make sure that they are safe. You know, so the, the meeting is very relevant. The meeting the governors are going to have today, very relevant, very timely, 
and we hope something tangible will come out of it. Well, is there on the point uh, to look out for this uh, morning? That um, uh, issue you referenced is on the pen-pushing newspapers. Uh, suspected Fulani headsmen uh, sack a uh, neighboring village uh, of Augusta Chief of Staff. Uh, that's um, there uh, to look out for this uh, morning. The details are there uh, on the pen-pushing newspapers for you to check out. I'm moving on this morning on the Tribune. Sonwolu orders investigation into death of a 14-year-old girl during Yoruba self-determination rally. Lagos State Governor Babajide Sonwolu on Sunday evening ordered investigation into circumstances surrounding the death of a 14-year-old girl during the Yoruba self-determination rally held in Lagos State on Saturday. The girl was found dead at the scene of the rally on Saturday afternoon at Ojota with claims that she was killed by a stray bullet. The claim that has been denied by the state police command. However, according to a statement by Mr. Muyo Sorionigbanju, the Attorney General and Commissioner for Justice, the governor, while commiserating with the family of the girl, ordered a thorough investigation of the death. According to the statement, our attention has been drawn to the death of a 14-year-old girl in Ojota during the Odua Republic Mega Rally on Saturday, 3rd of July, 2021. We commiserate with the family of the deceased. The governor, Mr. Babajide Sonwolu, has ordered a thorough investigation of the death. A coroner's request inquest has immediately been requested in line with sections 14 and 15 of the coroner system's law, laws of Lagos State 2015, to determine the course and circumstances of the death. The rest of that story is on the Nigerian Tribune this morning. Sonwolu orders investigation into death of 14-year-old girl during Yoruba self-determination rally. There is also a story on the Guardian talking about the Saturday rally. Police parade 49 Yoruba nation agitators in Lagos. What do you make out of all that happened uh, on, on, on Saturday from the rally to the clampdown by the security operatives and to this incident that happened during the pro the protest? Well, allegedly happened. Yeah, uh, yes, because, because police said... Uh, mm. Mm. Well, um, you know, I, I until that report came out that somebody died, I, I was almost um, commending the police maybe by 85% that at least... They've been very civil. I'm not saying they are not civil because um, we already have uh, one person, you know, that's confirmed dead now. Mm. But how? According to the police report, um, I mean, statement that I read, um, the girl was not killed by a bullet. I mean, it was a bullet. Mm. It was far off from where, you know, they were. They even said close to Maryland. I... I I, I wasn't there. I don't know. So, um, an autopsy will, will, will give that kind of information. There are people, experts who know a bullet wound. And if the bullet could be found, of course, for every bullet that, that the, the police will expend, you can trace it back to them. You know, so I, I think that's where the matter is. In this uh, era of fake news, I, I cannot really trust anybody. I, I don't want to believe what the police have said. I also want to be careful. How I also think that oh, that girl was killed because stray bullets kill, and that could be what has happened to that girl. It it could happen. It does not be, look at the the boy that died. The first person that died when the end thing started in Ogbomosho 
was not part of the protesters. Mm. He was just looking. Mm. He was just a bystander, mm. far away somewhere, mm. just mm. looking at what was going on. And alas, he was hit by a stray bullet, and that was it. So um, we, we still have to have our fingers crossed. I hope the Lagos State Police Command will not delay the investigation they say they are doing because they've not released the body of uh, of the girl. So maybe for the purposes of investigation. So we'll have to wait. So whoever, you know, and if if truly the police did not kill that girl, then they still have, they still have to find out what, what really who, happened. Who killed or how, how she died because mm. according to the police statement again, in fact, they, they were, it was uh, not even fresh, yes. you know. Mm. And, and they said the it appeared like uh, she was stabbed or something. Something like that. So, so we'll just have to wait and see how it happened. But you know, in this country, We've seen things happen. Mm. I hope it's not one of those things. Well, uh, the point says, Urban Nation, Lagos Rally, police killed my daughter, I want justice, says uh, mother of slain girl. Uh, the mother of uh, Jumoka Eleke, the sales girl, was allegedly killed by a stray bullet during the Urban Nation Rally in Lagos on Saturday as a man of justice for her daughter. Uh, so uh, Jumoka was displaying drinks at a boss's shop in a compound close to the rally. A ground when security men chased my potatoes into the premises I mean, shoots, and she was said to have been eaten by a stray bullet which ripped through her stomach and left a deep hole. A corpse was later taken away in a police van. Uh, during a visit to her parents' house on Sunday, the mother of Lua said the police threatened to shoot her when she demanded her daughter's cop. She said, I was not at home when the incident happened yesterday. I went to work in a cage and was called to start coming home. When I got home, I was told that a bullet shot by the police killed my daughter. We immediately went to Area H Police Command in Ogudu and they started threatening us that if we stayed long at the entrance, they would shoot us. It was when they saw that we would not retreat that they invited my brothers inside. I have not seen a cop since yesterday. The police at Area H said it's not in their custody and we should not go to other stations to check. I want the police to release the cops for burial because we don't know where they dropped that. The police should speak the truth. Because she was killed by a bullet. The police lied that it was an abandoned cops. We both left home around 7.30 yesterday to our different destinations. Well, as she goes on to say, Jumoka is my first child and she was very healthy, very hardworking and the girl that won't complain if you ask her to do anything. Well, the rest of it uh, is, is there on the punch. Uh, like we say, uh, some of the, uh, yes, we, the, the things that have been said are out there would let the investigation or the, uh, the coroner's report uh, give us an idea of what really, uh, what really happened. But thank God the police is involved. Mm. As in, you know, they they were around that area, and they are the lead agency when it comes to investigation. Mm. Whether she was hit by a bullet or not, this matter has to be resolved and through them because the family cannot just say it was hit by a bullet, and we believe. At the same time, the police cannot just say it wasn't their bullet. You know, bullets will get into some somebody's body and will still come out yeah, from the other side. You can't find it, but by the time they do the investigation, somebody will be truthful. And it, it becomes it becomes very interesting with this. You know, the police in their statement saying it wasn't a fresh corpse, blah blah blah. The mother saying, "Well, we left home together in the morning." It, it, there are gaps there mm. in in all those things, from what the police said, from from the family, from those. I even saw a video, some some guys visited the family, they interviewed the mother and all that. Any Anyone that is grieving and the police is the only enemy you see around, you are you are bound to blame them. Mm. That why, why did you even... And the police are even saying they didn't even fire any live, live bullets, bullets in, in that place. Now, th- these, are, these, are, these are the things we need to consider. But 
I cannot do the investigation because mm. <laughs> I don't have the expertise to know, you know, check a body and all that, whether it was bullets that killed someone or not. We have people who can do that. So we just want the truth. We want some transparency. We want someone, you know, who will, will talk and the people will believe. Because at the end of the day, if it happens that it wasn't the police bullets, you know, that killed, you know, that girl, then we have to go to another step. Who did it? Mm. How? Anyway, um, they're all there on the dailies uh, this uh, morning. Uh, we, could, we could take a moment to you know, talk about the uh, agitation in itself and the fact that that rally went ahead on uh, Saturday, uh, especially after what happened in the soccer home of uh, uh, Mr. Sondigbo, also Mr. Sondigbo, uh, some days to that. Uh, of course, naturally, he wasn't a part of that rally. Some felt... Uh, the rally already lost its, um, I don't know whether to call it flavor, <laughs> by his absence. Uh, some also felt that um, uh, with the warnings from uh, the Lagos State Police, uh, maybe the rally shouldn't have gone ahead. And then there is there are some that look at the old you know, agitation entirely and say uh, th- there are better ways to go about these agitations other than what we've seen in the last couple of months. Well, it's it, it's one of the you know, commentaries that have been going on that look if if the agitators if they had maybe listened to what the police said maybe this kind of casualty would not be recorded and everybody saying all sorts. But I always ask this question: since we are in a democracy, why is it so difficult for us to have protest rallies? and all that that will not lead to clashes. And it it brings me to the fact that the police or the security agencies or maybe their their commanders, now, political commanders will also find a way of equipping the police in a way that they will be able to contain any uprising that may want to come from a protest. And that is, that is where things are still not okay in this country. I, I also don't support the fact that you are having a protest and you block the roads. No other person could move. You believe you are fighting for the people. So whether people like it or not. This, we are fighting for you. So we are fighting for you. Well. So where are you going? Mm. You know, that kind of thing could also affect protest. And that's what the police was always argued. That look, you can't stop other people from going about their duties. I, re- I recall in Abuja, a pregnant woman that died, you know, I think uh, be, uh, on that airport expressway because the road was blocked and we heard that the woman died in traffic. I, I don't think we should add to the sufferings people are going through. But is protest legitimate to, to be held? Yes, because it is one of the pillars of democracy and where you find out that things might happen yours is to be there as security agencies to make sure that nothing happens and it, it, that's why when you flip it here you flip it there the police will also always find a way that look okay the protest started peacefully when we discovered that it was getting rowdy we did this we did that they will tell you they, they use minimum force you know to to despise the crowd which is maybe use of tear gas uh, uh, maybe um, 
the, the water cannon mm. that Lagos Police Command now has, which they deployed also at Ojota. So, if we can imbibe that culture gradually, because the culture is not there. We still have a militarized culture mm. where the people are militari- have militarized themselves, or maybe the government on them to that. And of course, of course, the security agencies, they are also loaded. Loaded with the arsenal they need to deploy just to make sure that nothing happens. There, there, should, there should be a way that we, we, we put these things together and our society will still be better for it. Whatever protest that some people are doing, see, I, I, I've been involved in that before. By the time you get tired sometimes, you just discover that your legs could not carry you any anymore. You go. Is it that you are having a walk or you are standing at a location and you are making your point known? But these clashes between law enforcement agencies and protesters. We still need to find a way around it. People cannot be stopped or should not be stopped, mm. you know, from having peaceful protests. For as long as they are peaceful, I don't think anything is wrong with that. Moving on to other matters, PIB, UPU rejects 3% for host communities, describes 30% to north through oil frontiers as provoking the Euro- Progress Union, UPU, has rejected the proposed 3% allocated to all bearing and pipeline bearing host communities, maintaining its request on nothing less but 20%. The Yoruba Social Cultural Group also condemned and described 30% of profits for further frontier oil exploration in the north as insensitive, provocative and injustice to the goose that lays the golden egg. This is a ploy to use NNPC to channel a huge 30% of oil proceeds to the north. President General of UPU, Joe Omene, argued in a statement made available to journalists on Sunday in Wari, Delta State. According to him, after years of delays because of the insistence of the people of the region for just and fair share of their resources, with the demand for a minimum of 20% for host oil-bearing communities, what had been passed eventually as petroleum industry bill is a betrayal of lofty dreams after decades of legislative mekaba dance and relentless <laughs> conspiracies. A paltry 3% is what northern lawmakers felt should be for the owners and host oil communities. A combination of a game of weight between southern legislators who wanted justice for our people versus northern lawmakers who connived with international oil companies and their principles to ensure those host communities must not be given the insulative and unacceptable 5% they initially offered. Even this 3% is also redefined to include any pipeline bearing communities such as those areas in the north where oil pipelines pass through to convey petroleum products entitled to the same 30% that oil-bearing communities from where oil is drilled will be entitled. By all intents and purposes, this bill denies the people of Niger Delta a commensurate entitlement of the resources in our lands while handing out generous benefit for everyone in the value chain other than the owners of the resources. The rest of that story is on the Nigerian Tribune this morning. PIB, UPU rejects 3% for host communities is there for you to look out for. Uh, for a bill that took so long to be passed, uh, 12 years, you'd expect that, uh, you know, while all this w- was going on, they would have uh, sought out all these modalities, you know, work around it and, and, and all. But just barely days after the bill was passed, we've seen well, lots of reactions, you know, from this group, even from the lawmakers from the Senate while the bill was passed. Well, well um, y- you know, 
<laughs> 12 years. It, I think it's one of the oldest, you know, uh, bills that have been sitting in the National Assembly. And uh, one we want to say, uh, well done, at least for now, it, um, it's out. But now it's out with uh, controversy, at least. Mm-hmm. One major controversy is this issue of 3% mm-hmm. for host communities. And I wondered if this bill was done in the absence of the representative of the Niger Delta. They've had several, uh, um, what is it in the, they, they do now? Public uh, hearing. Public hearing, you know, thank you. Know, you. They fought. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and while they were supposed to do that, we even saw a video of some of the host communities fighting, mm-hmm. you know, really beating themselves, throwing blows there. See, we also have the lawmakers that also come from that place. What what were their inputs? But to to be fair to them, uh, the draft of the bill mm. suggested five percent to oil bearing communities so during the it? public hearings. Uh, they some had said they wanted twenty percent. The mm. UP, for example, referenced it saying because yes. of twenty percent. Uh, th- those were some of the things that were said at public hearings. In fact, mm. at the public hearings, the request was that five percent was too small. Mm. Because they laid down their whatever so and left. You, All of a sudden, yeah. at the uh, plenary last week, if I led to a mm. major issue, mm. the lawmakers from that region calling for a divided, uh, you know, uh, plenary because uh, some individuals decided to have it reduced to three percent. Even uh, uh, the the uh, the draft presented by the committee see, said five percent. See, nobody nobody has come out again. I mean, the, those lawmakers mm. because. I, I know where I'm going well, with there, this. There was a closed door. Uh, well, talk, once, so once, maybe you were settled there. Once they closed anyway. the door of the National Assembly against journalists and other mm. people, you know something is about to happen. And when they are closing the doors, they won't shut out, you know, lawmakers from the Niger Delta region. Mm. They were there. And that's that's why I'm saying this. They were there. They were not shut out. So if you you were there when this thing was slashed from five percent suggested. To three percent. What did you do? Now, if they even put a gun on your head that you should not speak, how about when you are co- when you come out? If Abuja will be too unsafe for you to say it out, why not go to Bayelsa, Akwaibom, or you go to Delta to speak to your people that look, this happened. I was not part of it. I said no to it. That three percent will be too. See, we 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 really thank God it wasn't something that just came down from the presidency. It wasn't done by fiat. We have lawmakers representing all those communities there, and they they are the ones that will answer the the, the, the to these questions. We can blame the uh, international oil companies and all that. We always we all, we always blame them, but. What are the inputs we have from here, especially from the Niger Delta? I keep saying that because we, we all saw what happened with NDDC. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the various people that have added the NDDC from the zone. How, how did they undo, you know, something that should develop the, their areas, an area that, that, that have suffered for decades? So they, they, they need to answer that. Let them, let them call a press conference. If they are bold enough that they were not part of it, if somebody also did not motivate them to go against their own host communities or their own communities, if that was what happened, well, would um, would see. Uh, remember, of course, that um, uh, even um, 
uh, this uh, this bill signed by the lawmakers requires the president's assent. Uh, some are saying maybe the president would assent to it, maybe he wouldn't. But then there's also some that are saying uh, with the arrangement or with the relationship between this executive and the current National Assembly, you'd expect that president would most and likely... And if any turnaround is going to happen to that bill, maybe raising it back to the five suggested percent, mm. you know, maybe... Maybe that should be the, brought the to the attention of the president. Maybe the president will say, hey, some people are still not happy with what you've done and we just give it back to them. Then by that, the bill is going to spend more time. But it's better for you to do it now. I, we don't know how many groups are agitating over this. Maybe they need to come together and seek audience with the president or call their own press conference and do all that. Not just one group because the Niger data issue can be very complex. Mm. You, you find the youth on one side, the elders on one side, the youth accusing the elders of collecting money and all those things. We've heard so many of this. It's, 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 it's almost something you cannot fathom. When uh, the, the, the late Saruwa, all of them, and the Ogbonina, when, when all those things happened, we heard, we heard stories. I hope this time around they can come together and present their own position. If it's at variance with what has been done at the National Assembly, let, let, then, before the president signs, let it be returned to, you know, the the the, the national assembly. All right, um, is there? Uh, this uh, morning, uh, the lot of the dailies also with uh, some of the reports. Uh, PIB Dangote Refinery orders to buy crude in Naira. Uh, PIB North Ogun's quest for oil get boosts. Exploration received thirty percent. Uh, also there uh, this uh, morning to look out for. We'll take a very quick pause and uh, return to take a look at some more headlines. Remember, we're live on Facebook for you to drop your contributions. Uh, don't go anywhere, please. <laughs> Massive discount offer from Avila Natural that specializes on skincare, soap, natural products, food, tea, and supplements. Buy any of our pure organic Avila Natural product and enjoy 25% discount from 1st to 5th July 2021. What are you waiting for? Hurry now and visit any of our shops to be part of this longer wait at 25% discount. You can benefit from this friendly 25% discount at Shop 13, Vicky Plaza, opposite. House and furniture. Mando Jutimi Abiola Way Abelkuta. Call 0703-369-3679. Shop 5. Mercy of God Plaza. Opposite Agbed Loba House. Quarry Abelkuta. 0803-736-1675. Behind Polaris Bank. Okay. Lewo Abelkuta. Call 081-360-26803. A Villa Natural. We care. You glow. <laughs> Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed uh, this uh, Monday on Fresh 107.9 FM. Moving on very quickly, The Guardian uh, says, Past PIB scandalous, Niger Delta Group declares. There's also Serap Susbuari over $25 billion overdrafts taken from CBN. But Kanu uh, didn't authorize ritual killings, says IPOB. Uh, comes to the rider, Oaneze begs for IPOB leaders access to Medicare family. Now, spokesman of the prescribed indigenous people of Biafra, Imap Powerful, has said that the group's leader, Unam Dikanu, never authorized killing of anybody for charms, noting that killing is an abominable act. 
Sports in Igbo land. In a statement yesterday, IPOP described as fallacious the claims by a man who claimed to be the to be Eastern Security Network commander that the IPOP leader ordered him to kill security agents and turn girls to prepare fortification champs. Powerful alleged that the Department of State Services DSS could have coerced people to make such false statements against ESN, IPOP, and its leader, Kanu. He stated that the so-called ESN commander claimed that he joined ESN in 2019, whereas ESN was established December 12, 2020. This exposed the fact that they coerced him to be making rubbish statements against ESN, IPOP, and Kanu. Those were his words. He says, we want to make it clear that the purported ESN commander is not known to us, and we discover that he's a mole planted by government and security agencies in ESN. We know our commanders, and they know us. <laughs> the so-called man must be one of the criminals recruited to infiltrate TSN, but our gallant men were on alert and smarter. IPOP called on human rights organizations and the international community to note that ESN and IPOP did not kill innocent citizens because they were not set up for that purpose, but to drive away armed Fulani terrorists who took over, in his words, our forests and farmlands, thereby preventing her mothers from cultivating their farmland. However, a faction of the Anise Indigo has begged the federal government to grant Kanu access to medical facilities and his uh, family members. In a statement in Abakaliki yesterday, the Secretary General Okechuku Isiguzoro noted complaints about Kanu being denied access to medical attention, adding that such might attract empathy from the international community or spot chaos. Is there on The Guardian uh, this uh, morning? Because uh, um, there is, there was always a slim chance that any statement from the SN would say, yes, we did these things that have been alleged. So uh, it's a situation of uh, their words against uh, the <laughs> the alleged ESN commander's word, uh, that situation. But uh, the kind of situation, the latest we heard from the federal government is that um, uh, they will be going after all other uh, uh, collaborators. Uh, as far as this, um, whatever is happening in the southeast is concerned, uh, but uh, as it stands, July twenty sixth, that's when the airing uh, will start. But what happens between then and now is also critical. For example, these things that we are hearing about uh, him not getting um, the opportunity to see family or receive medical attention. Well, um, I don't. How, how do I start it? Um, you know. Maybe the IPOB guys, uh, they are seeing what we are not seeing. And uh, that's why right now they have to speak. And maybe they should save some of these uh, speeches for, for, the, for the lawyers, you know, that are handling Namdekanu's case, the defense lawyers, so that uh, they don't put out too much information for a matter that's in court, because some of these words might work against them. What if Nam Dikanu now said that he said now say maybe in court that yes I, I ordered them to do this where where would they where would they put their faces so that would just be my candid advice to them trying to defend something now when the the prime suspect you know is in custody I don't think it's going to help them much maybe lawyers will understand this even better mm-hmm. than some of us that are not learned but. You know, again, some of the posts from, uh, I mean, broadcasts, you know, from Biafra Radio, mm. they're also there for everybody to, to hear some of those things. Even we, we have some of them that we've seen in pictures and all that. Some of Namdekanu's tweets and all that. Many of them might not 
agree with some of what the IPOB leaders are saying now. But again, we have to just have our fingers crossed. For, for, for access that is being denied to him, for family members to see him, I think that has been born good already. And I'm, I'm, I'm being straightforward here. Um, medical attention, yes. I don't think they want him to die. If somebody wanted to kill Nam Dekan, maybe they'll have killed him where they arrested him. And nobody will know anything. So I don't think the federal government will want him to die but in the, custody in Nigeria. But the court wants him weak? Uh, well, he, well he, what is happening to him will already will weaken him naturally. Because for a man who was not, he would, who woke up that day and didn't know that he would not sleep in that country and he will, he will be in Nigeria. It's, it's going to give him a lot of mental torture. Now, it now depends on how strong he is, you know, to withstand that kind of thing. But what I'm saying is, a, a lot of access will be denied now, especially when it comes to family members. In fact, I don't think bail will even be be an option anywhere now, because if you jump bail once, I don't think any judge will still want to give you that. But it, it, the federal government should allow him, I mean, doctors, you know, they, they have their own facilities. They can they can bring in, maybe if he's asking for a particular doctor, of course, the security agencies, they know what to do to, to allow, you know, a third party. Or if they don't want to do that, they, they find other means. But because he's, he, he has the freedom to also choose his own personal doctor, that is where they really need to meet and see how many people can see him. Maybe it's one doctor, maybe two, with their own, with government doctors. Because that's, that, that's, the, that's the procedure, that's the protocol. So they will know how to do that. But for family members, Wale, I, I don't know, I don't know. Harry <laughs> I don't know. is there uh, this uh, morning. Uh, also on the dailies, uh, the situation in Quara. Quara Assembly attacks Lai Mohammed faction reports minister to NWC. Uh, that's on the point. The Pempushing newspapers um, says after spending 150 million naira to install him, uh, Governor Brazak has turned out to be an ingrate, says Lai Mohammed. That's on the Pempushing newspapers. Uh, that's uh, there for you to look out for. Uh, we'll be leaving earlier than usual this morning, so we'll just get right to it as far as your contributions are concerned. We're live on Facebook. Drop your contributions. I'll be glad to hear from you. Uh, the numbers 0815 Those are the numbers to call to talk to us uh, this morning. Good morning. Good morning, Wally. Good morning. Good morning, morning My morning, name sir. is Paul Oli. I'm calling from yeah, you have spoken very well. Now that Shadi Bouizov is speaking, we can see all the bulls of their actions on his uh, on the raid on his house. And uh, we can see clearly that this thing operation uh, may not even stand in the court of law. And I also agree with you that uh, two of us who are listening to the offer review and uh, actually on some of those broadcasts, Kanu went overboard in calling for, you know, renewous crimes to be committed by IPOB. So this one they are saying that I don't think it can be turned And I don't see anything wrong with family members disagreeing. Let's not help Nigeria in the normal rally. So that young girl, we saw the picture, we saw the video, the blood on, his, on our chest seems fresh. 
can you tell uh, from let's, a picture? Let's wait for, <laughs> for the presentation of what you have said. Mm. We should, we, people should be able to do normal rally, normal protest mm. in democracy. Mm. May God bless us. All right. Yeah. So, 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 thank you, Mr. Oni. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Okay, uh, you'd have to try again. Um, 0815432 Okay, um, good morning. Good morning, Wally. Good morning. I'm Kyle from Abuja. Good morning. Um, I, I greet everybody this morning. Um, so, Sunday ago, I think I want to see as the third runner for the Guru Paris. It's a man that I would identify with. Did anybody like it or not? And uh, what the government did, the SSS, and that is not is known in law, not DSS. Uh, they forgot to identify themselves. They're supposed to have called themselves SSS. Uh, I haven't said this. Let me say this. If the government of today will never apply wisdom inside what's supposed to be done, look at what is going to happen today. I think the 17 governors are meeting in Lagos as well. Mm. Just concerning what the government supposed to have done. I mean, the government led by Gwari supposed to have done to make sure that things work fine for everybody. You have the needs and wants of everybody is met. But you choose this to hurt everybody more. And it will not continue to go like that. Look at what happened in Lagos. The police killed that young girl. And the woman, the the, the, wife, the, the mother of the girl went there. And she practiced over zero years. Was there. She saying they wanted to anyway. they shot them. If they didn't leave the police station at that particular time, it's quite unfortunate that they have a leader like that. I'm telling you, it's quite unfortunate. All right, Mr. Kade, I, I, I was going to very quickly say that, uh, you know, I think we, we said it clearly earlier. As far as this Lagos situation is concerned, while everybody wants to know what happened as quickly as possible, everybody wants to be able to say for certain this is what happened, we'll just let the investigations, you know, reveal what happened and we'll be. You know, would then get start making statements authoritatively as to who killed who or who died or what happened. Hello, good morning. We should not close our mm. minds. Mm. Hello, good morning. Good morning. My name is Remy Goho. Good morning. <laughs> good morning, okay. Mr. Remy. You're calling from where? Hello? Hello, you're calling from where? Go ahead. I'm calling from from Tottenham. Okay, I'm guessing. The holy town of Tottenham. I'm guessing Igbo is yes. the name you just added this morning, but go ahead. Okay. You see, I, as a, as, a, as a young person, I do not know what a Nigerian police would have to kill Nigerians. And I want you, I want to pray that God will control the family of these poor girls that have been killed by Nigeria. However, the remark of um, Son Olu, I don't want to take it serious because he is for Good morning, talk to us. Yes, I'm saying good morning to you. Good morning, sir. Yes, I want to sincerely thank you 
as a responsible journalist and a res as a responsible Nigerian. I want to thank you uh, for your comment on the issue of uh, Lagos rally and the death of that young lady. You didn't. You, you, you were not judgmental in your comment. You allow police to to find what really happened and other uh, people to make their uh, uh, investigation about what really, what really happened. But in Nigeria today, if some people, either majority or minority, are forming opinion about what happened, and you are not in tandem with them, I think the next thing they will do is to be calling you names. I think we, we all we we have we have different things. Why? We should uh, uh, take time because of the unity, because of the sensitivity of some of the things that are happening about the security issues in Nigeria. Big areas will be talking about security. What do you know about security? Carpenter uh, uh, will be talking about security, security agents, about what they did. And uh, we should be very careful. Nigeria belongs to every one of us. If you are saying because our government are not doing well, we will just be talking about security anyhow. We will not pay for it. Let us guard this country jealously. Security is the first thing. If we have the generation of security in this country, nothing will happen. So we have to be very careful. Some of us have been saying this. We don't have a other country. And no country will accommodate us if we cause problems in this country. Thank you. Good morning. All right. Th th thank you, Mr. White. I'm, I'm guessing you're talking about the very technical aspect of security because... I, th I think that's what he's because talking about. Because if, if a bricklayer can see what's happening around him if, and he feels if, he's, if not, he's secure, not secure, he knows. He can talk about security. Mm, maybe he's talking about certain no, uh, things that... Um, Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Wale. Good morning, Thompson. Morning, sir. Um, I want to thank Thompson. Am I audible? Yes, you are. What's your name? Where are you calling from? God bless you, Wale. My name is Honorable Larry Jaji. I get calling from the People's Parliament in Lemon, Adopter. Something wrong for them to bless you. You are not biased. Okay, I disabilized Nigeria. That's very good of you. Mm -hmm. The Newton girl that got killed were quite very unfortunate. I mean, I think if there's a full scale, if there's no must be put in place, you really know what we have to And we don't want people to start inciting people. What are we going to gain if we are eating the policies? As we it was not the police bullet that killed the girl. Thank you, Mr. Honorable Judge. I'm, I'm not even sure we'll be able to let other people talk to us about the phone lines, but we will uh, mention some of their Facebook comments very quickly. Amosu Oluwali has a question for Mr. Samson. He's saying that, is it a protest or agitation for secession, and is it legitimate according to the Nigeria Constitution? Inshallah, on Larry Wajo, imagine our police are shooting during protests to scare people and the bullet kill 14-year-old girl that didn't know about the protest. They should try to devise other means to dispel protesters. Well, I, I think he's asking the question whether mm. it's um, the constitution allows for, of course, the constitution does not allow that. But a protest is a protest. Um, the most important thing is when you are protesting, how peaceful are you? Say what you want to say and go back home. And don't disturb other people that you know do not you know buy into your demands I, I think that should be you know the the, the, the where we draw the line well let, let's see the outcome of the investigation about the death of the 14 year old girl that's Lola Babs on uh, Facebook Larry Alakom says Nam Dekano that has been junketing around the globe uh, 
has now developed a sudden sickness that requires medical attention. What an hypocrisy. And to the IPOP spokesperson, he should stop being sickening in his comments and defending the indefensible. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll leave it there because of our time. Uh, that's the Lord will take this morning. Thank you for your time. Uh, thank you for your comments, Mr. Kingali, this morning. Thank you for having me. And for those who are still pushing fake news everywhere, please desist from that because it might come after you. God bless Nigeria. Enjoy your Monday. Have a blessed week. Wali Bakar is my name. Good morning. My name is Omey Maidi. So you do have a lovely day. From the rock city of Nigeria. Rock city of Nigeria. This is Fresh 107.9. Fresh 107.9 FM. La Beoluma. Okile Fala Fala. Ekude dia siko yimbi gbogbo te tin gbo wa salafia ni o alafia wo si ni di fiafia oda ile ise kan be pelu mi ni bi ozu specialty ni won je asoju won be mi o e ba mi ka won eyan wa ekude dia siko yi gbogbo wa o oruko temi ni ayodeji okunsola lati av specialty ajo to gba won te ijoba nile nigeria ni le se av specialty ni nkan te ni fa won eyan gan ile se av specialty o fe ki awon niyan ma fi oniku folade de to la se gbe to yi kale fun awon eniyan lati fi le je anfani ilera to pe e to wole gbe kale ati yan awon ojo kan laarin ose ti a ma fi je ka awon ni ojo anfani e to le rai ina awon to ma ba wa pe ni ojo na e ma ja anfani gbigbo idanileko lori onje to e ka je ati itiko ye ka je iru igbese ayi to e ka gbe ati itiko ye ka gbe lati fi le je ki ison kojina siwa ni de yin danileko yi ati wa se eto aye o ara ofe fun gbugbu awon to ba ba wa pe ni ojo na e le mo ibi to kun die ke ato ni ara yin e de mo iru itoju ti o ye ke fun ara yin se wa lawon irin se orisirisi ta fi se abi bo le be se yen be ni yato si idanileko ati aye wa ara ofe ati ma lo awon irin se ile ato to bi mejila fun wa ni ara lati le je ki ile ra pupe dada ina awon ise re ni iti o nje ki eje ko sun yi ka ara dada te ba de tin sun yi ka ara dada a le aison ifun pa giga lo ati je ki loko laya wa ni alafia ani awon ise to mu adikun ba ora to poju ni ara a de tun ni irinse to nse itoju fun ara ba o lo se se iru apere wo ni orin lara se owo en kuta itai ni abi o kin ri orun sun aye wa ara lo e ku o ko se ko ba le mo iru igbese to e ko gbe elomi aso wi pe ohun iju lo yohun lenu elomi aso wi pe aromo le igun lo yohun lenu tabi awoka tabi songun songun elomi o ro run sun elomi oju ohun ran dada elomi o le wa moto lale eni keni ti o ba ni ru awon apere bai ku goro ko ma dide ma ko gun je aye wa ara se pataki idi niyan to e ka se mo iru awon je ti o ba ilera wa mu orisirisi ni awon irinse igbalode ti a ti sito kale ti o le ran wa lowo lati toju orisirisi awon aison ti o ba wa finra ni le ise av specialty ati shetan lati ran opolopo eniyan lowo ti won pariwo pe awon ni ailera ti bi awon ni ailera ti ohun ti o de nja won laya ti o je kini won dun afe ki won fi okan won balẹ ki won ma bo lati wa se ayewo ilera ofe medical test a de tun ma se idanileko lori oro ilera won fun won won de tun ni anfani lati lo orisirisi irinse fun ara won lati fili je ki ilera won ko tu peye ni ojo na ni ojo tuesday ati thursday yi ni o ni dede ago major aro ni number 39 testimony plaza tinubu street ni egbe ile ekwebem fm ni ta eko first come first serve ni osoko tetede awa ti a ba ni arugbo nle eje ka tetegbe won wa ni aro tuesday ati thursday yi ago major aro ni ni ojo mejeji ka se to ayewo ilera ofe fun won ko ba le mo bi tokun die ka to ni ara ati ru ti oju to e ko fun ara won se wa rugbo nikan wa ni awon odo na nkan kin se rugbo nikan e ma pe ilera ni oro fun gbogbo ni ruru ti o ba ni fesi ki ilera to n ko gboro dada to de fe pe ni aye atokunrin ati obirin papa eyan okunrin ti eni awonle ati eyan obirin na e so fun awon dadi wa kejo wa je gbadu nkan ti a ni fun wa ni ojo tuesday yi ati thursday phone number woni awon yen le ma pe yin si tan ba fe mo pupo si e si so juwe bi to office yin wa phone number ti alipiwasi oni 
0815-6715. Let us see. 081-626-6715. Emma Baba, the number 39. Testimony Plaza. Ni Tinumbu Street, Lake Bay Lake, where Ben Femme, Nitaiko. About it, big taxi, case of Fuenpen Lossi, Egg Bay Lake, where Ben Femme, Nitaiko, Kunishino. Number Watel Matwe Lake, Consiri, 081626567015. Lake Consi, 